1: Good morning, I'm Alex Tai.
0: And I'm Alice Dempster.
1: It's Tuesday the 10th of October. In your Squiz today, the death toll climbs in Israel. A baggage handler bust, the Qatar Airlines inquiry lands, and a new marathon record. This is your Squiz today. Israel's defense force is still working to expel Hamas militants from their territory following Saturday's surprise attack. And as that's happening, Israel's military has also confirmed that 300,000 troops were amassing on the Gaza border.
0: Yeah, that's right, Alex. Israel's PM, Benjamin Netanyahu, had promised significant military steps in retaliation to this attack, and it's clear that that's what's happening. The massive number of troops are getting into positions to move on Hamas in Gaza to ensure they, and this is the quote from the Israeli military, no longer have any military capability to threaten Israeli civilians. Civilians with. At the same time, Israeli warplanes and drones are striking the Palestinian territory. They're hitting hundreds of targets there. The United Nations says that so far, that's seen 123,000 Gazans displaced. And Alex, we're also starting to hear more about what happened in Israel over the weekend.
1: Yes, we are. And one of the particularly harrowing sets of accounts are from survivors of a music festival that was attacked by Hamas militants. Israeli authorities say that at least 260 bodies have been recovered from that site. And reports say hostages were taken from there back into Gaza.
0: And the latest reports say there are about 100 Israeli hostages in Gaza in total. And when it comes to the death toll, more than 900 people in Israel and 550 people in Gaza have died since Saturday. All of this has led to questions about how Hamas launched this massive attack. And now there are claims that they had help from Iran. For context there, Iran is an enemy of Israel and it's been providing funding and weapons to Hamas for years.
1: But experts have noted that Iran's government has praised the terror unleashed on Israel since Saturday morning. Yesterday on the podcast, we mentioned those deadly earthquakes in Afghanistan. And the death toll in that disaster shot up yesterday from the hundreds into the thousands.
0: The new estimate from the Taliban is that 2,455 people have been killed, and that will make it the deadliest earthquake in a couple of decades in Afghanistan. Aid organisations say there is a long way to go in the operation to rescue people and recover bodies in that western region of the country. And while we're talking about Afghanistan, on the eastern side of the country, there is trouble with Pakistan there, over the 1.7 million Afghans who fled Afghanistan when the Taliban took over two years ago.
1: Pakistan says those people are undocumented and living there illegally, so they have given them until the 1st of November to leave Pakistan or face expulsion. Back home now, Alice, and there has been a huge drug bust at Sydney Airport where federal police seized about 100 kilograms of cocaine.
0: And they also arrested five men, and that includes two Qantas baggage handlers there. Police say the cocaine arrived on a flight from South Africa on Saturday, and they've accused the baggage handlers of taking the cocaine from the plane's cargo hold and then putting it into a getaway car.
1: The cocaine seized in that getaway car was worth about $40 million, according to police, and this drug bust has been 12 months in the planning, after airline staff noticed weird behaviour on a plane a year ago. The federal police spokesperson said that investigations into the South African end of the operation are still underway. Alice, about a month ago, we were talking about the decision by the Albanese government to knock back Qatar Airways application to run extra flights in and out of Australia. A Senate inquiry was set up to look into that decision. And yesterday, that inquiry handed down its report.
0: It's recommending that that decision be immediately reviewed. And Alex, the inquiry was also looking into whether Qantas influenced the government's decision. The claim there is that Qantas stood to gain from having less competition in the market. The Senate inquiry didn't make a determination one way or the other on that, but it did make several recommendations. Ten
1: recommendations in all, to be exact, including a call to have the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission look at anti-competitive behaviour in the industry. The committee is also keeping the door open to have a shot at grilling the former Qantas CEO, Alan Joyce, saying that Qantas's previous answers have been unsatisfactory.
0: Message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in.
1: Billion dollars, Alice. (laughs) That is the prize in the US Powerball lottery this week. Or rather, US $1.55 billion. And it'll be drawn today.
0: Yeah, that might seem like an unbelievable amount to win. It is. But it's not even (laughs) the first, second or third biggest prize in American lotto history, Alex. It's the fourth largest. Although I don't think many people would turn it down for that reason, though. Reports in the US say these Powerball prizes are going up in value for two reasons. They say ticket prices are going up and the odds of winning are going down. In this draw, for example, officials reckon the chances of winning are only one in 292.2 million.
1: You'd have to be feeling extremely lucky. (laughs) The biggest ever prize was drawn late last year. That was $2.04 billion and it was won by one man in California. I love this story, Alice. A new world record has been set for the men's marathon. Kelvin Kiptum ran the 42 and a bit kilometres in just two hours and 35 seconds.
0: I know you're a runner, Alex, so you were all over this one. (laughs) Uh, Kelvin beat the previous official record by about 34 seconds. And in the world of marathons, that does count as smashing the record. One thing to note here, though, is that the previous record holder is Elliot Kipchoge, who is a legend of... the sport. He's actually run a faster race. He was under controlled conditions in 2019 when he ran the marathon in under two hours, but it wasn't an official race, but Kipton's run on the weekend was, so that's why he's claimed this record.
1: Yes, Kipton was running in the Chicago Marathon in the US, and after the race he said, I'm feeling so happy, and Alice, I reckon you would be. (laughs) Squiz the day, Alice. What's coming up today?
0: Uh, Today is World Mental Health Day, Alex. It's a UN-supported day, and the theme this year is Mental Health is a Universal Human Right. It's all about awareness and raising support for mental health care around the world.
1: And that is it for us today. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Hi there, it's Bryce from Squiz Kids, the daily news podcast for small people. March is Women's History Month, and we're celebrating over on our socials. Every weekday this month, we're throwing the spotlight on a different iconic woman from Australia's rich history. Follow us on Instagram via the handle at squizkids to learn the backstories of some incredible Aussie women and together honour their legacies.